working with a dirty dozen like Charles Bronson. Anything for them bills, Stevie Johnson. Come about my bills like Stevie Johnson. Back like I call the option. option. Money on my mind, money on my conscience. I'm all about my bills. bills. I'm on my Stevie Johnson. Johnson. I'm about my bills like Stevie Johnson. All right, guys, Why So Serious podcast, week 14, 2019 season. It's a tough one this week. I don't know if it's tough, though. Is it a moral victory? I don't know. We'll get to that. Joined by JT, Ashley. We're going to get to uh, Stevie Johnson, Donald Jones in a little bit. Um, Guys, obviously a a tough pill to swallow this week. Bills fall to the Ravens 24-17 on home turf, new era field, dirt not defended here in Buffalo. Um. I, I don't want to necessarily say it's tough. We're going to obviously break this down. Um, there's no such thing as a moral victory, but this one is damn near close, right, Ashley? I would definitely say it was pretty close to a moral victory. I mean, you're holding Lamar Jackson to 40 yards. We can't be mad at the defense. I think this one's all on the offense. Agreed. JT? The bowl. <laughs> the bowl. The bowl. That's all I have to say <laughs> is the bowl. We got the bowl again. I'll say, you know what? I mean, early in the game, and this is the one thing I really liked. When you're playing it, when you're playing a powerhouse like the Ravens are proving themselves to be this year, the Bills weren't afraid. It seemed. I mean, first quarter they th- they throw those two deep balls. Um, oh, there's a smoke alarm going off in my house. That's great. Um, <laughs> Liv, can you take care of that? <laughs> Fire on J-Ball. Guys, yeah, yeah. Fire. Right, so see literally, we say, we say literally catching fire. No, I think we're good. We're at, we've been having issues with our smoke detectors. He's getting the bolt right now. Yeah. <laughs> fire, fire in the hole. Fire in the hole. But, um, fire in the bowl. I mean, I, I do like that we, we took a shot early in the game. We, we, weren't, we weren't afraid to shy from anything there. Um, you just missed John Brown wide open over the middle of the field. Yeah. Um, there were a couple plays throughout the game that I think could have went either way calls, uh, officiating same way, but altogether you lose 24, 17 to a team. That's really just been pounding, destroying their opponents. I don't think it's that bad. And how played well. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. Definitely a big deal for him. I mean, to make the field goals that he was making in the beginning of the game, considering that's all the points we could get on the board anyway. But <laughs> <Yeah>. I mean, <laughs> you got to give him credit. He's definitely made a, a little bit of a comeback. And I think that whole Chase McLaughlin thing really scared him a little. And, you know, we didn't get him, but it kind of woke him up and was like, hey, they're out there looking. Exactly. I mean, we've been talking about this guy for it feels like weeks. <laughs> And then, I mean, after last week and uh, the last game in Dallas, people are saying the Bills need to win one of these three games between Dallas, Baltimore, and New England. And he lays an egg in Dallas, and thank God the Bills still won that game. But then you come home, you have a bounce-back game. It was windy, it was cold, and he did his thing that he's pretty much done his whole career. So to see that, that was promising. Maybe we don't have a kicker problem. We'll find out this week in Pittsburgh, Sunday night, prime time. The whole world will find out. Um, but there, I mean, what do you guys think? We, we've said it, there's no such thing as a moral victory, but what did you guys see that you liked the most in this game on Sunday at New Airfield? Start with Ashley. I mean, the defense, obviously just, they're always good. They, I never have a problem with them. They did the best they could the Ravens were averaging 420 yards a game and we held them to 257 yards. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that whole unit other than maybe a couple turnovers would have been nice, but honestly, all in all, if you're holding that explosive offense to that, you can't ask for much more than that. And you created a turnover JT. How do you feel? No, I mean, I, I thought the defense played well. Um, Last time we saw Mark Ingram in Buffalo, I, I mean, he had three touchdowns, 130 yards, average like seven yards to carry with the Saints. And I thought that may happen again. But like to Ash's point, to hold Lamar Jackson and Mark Ingram to a combined 90. Yeah. I mean, and not win the game. It's almost, it's, it's not disheartening, but it is sad. And it goes to show that this offense still has a little ways to go. Yeah. 
It's true. Um, I want to say one thing before we dive right into a lot of stuff here tonight. We're going to run a giveaway tonight. Everybody go follow us on Twitter. Why so serious uh, underscore podcast, or I'm sorry, why so serious pod. That's our Instagram handle. Uh, why so serious pod on Twitter and on uh, Instagram. Why so serious underscore podcast. Go like both of those between. I will look at the last 13 people to follow Twitter. The last 13 people staying with the brand 13 last 13 people to go follow us on Instagram. I will then take the two people that were number 13 and we will flip a coin. Uh, one person will be heads, one person will be tails and you'll win a why so serious podcast t-shirt. So nothing better than that. Um, but another guy that obviously he watched the game, he's been rooting for the bills all season. Stevie Johnson, he's going to chat a little bit uh, now about Sunday's game against the Baltimore. Stevie, take it away. Why so serious world. What's up? Stevie Johnson I'm here to break down the offense against the Baltimore Ravens. Let's dive right into it. Um, the, the main thing that I got out of this game was, you know, we are, it may sound funny, but we are who we think we are. Um, and what I mean by that is, excuse me, if we want to be a running team or if we want to be a passing team, we want to be an over-the-middle type team or we want to be a trick type team, we have the talent to do what to do that. We have the playmaking ability to do that. You know, we got the, the coaching staff to – you know, put people in position to do whatever we think we want to do. Um, and that's a, that's a special thing right now. And uh, a thing that I got, uh, the main thing that I got out of this game is they'll go back and see that they actually have a little more time than they think they do. You know, um, they actually have uh, guys in places, you know, where, where they, they, they think they should be. They'll go back and see, oh, it's confirmed. Yeah, my line held up for me so I can hold it a little bit longer, you know. Um, things, small things, you know, and, um, it's, that's going to help us in the future. Um, so I would, I would just say, you know, we're learning from it. We learned from the, the first New England loss. Now we went against the team in the AFC who's top, the Baltimore Ravens, and we lost by seven. Um, we can play our game against anybody. We'll learn from it. And we'll move on. We'll be stronger after this game. Now, more on how our, how the Baltimore defense contained our offense. Let's take it to Don. Peace. Yo, Bills Mafia. Why so serious? What's up? All right. We're going to get to Donald Jones in a little bit. Um, Stevie there breaking down the offense against the Baltimore Ravens. The offense was lackluster. We we know that. We saw it. We we talked about it in the show. JT's words sparked a smoke alarm going off in my house. Uh, the Dable fire is happening at my house right now in the town of Tonawanda. Um, the, the one thing is the bright side, if there is a bright side in something like this, no turnovers from the Bills offense. None. It's really the only thing that I think. Uh, I have one. No, no turnovers. Josh did not throw oh, a pick. One, he, didn't fumble. he fumbled, but he recovered it. He recovered it. Another one got yeah. roughing the passer. Yep. 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 So there was officially no turnovers on the board. And that's the thing. That's how Baltimore, their defense is no joke. You got Earl Thomas in that secondary. You have a very great linebacking core. Their front six is pretty, pretty darn solid. Um, they're a good defense. And the Bills didn't turn the ball over once. I, I mean – that's something to build off of. Devin Singletary had another phenomenal game nominated for rookie of the week this week. Um, Ed Oliver really coming into his own. I know we're, we're going from offensive defense here, but Ed Oliver five sacks. And I, I think what the last seven or eight games. Yeah. I mean, he's coming into his own now. I, I mean, things maybe are gelling together, maybe minus the table fire, but we we're seeing flashes of greatness out of this, this offense, the defense, it's been there all damn season. But the offense, we're seeing flashes of greatness. And the one thing that really sticks out to me is that you see a little bit, little bit of progression each game. I would say the last caliber team that the Bills played like this were the New England Patriots early in the season. How many picks did Josh have in that game? Three. This week, none. <laughs> and I just I saw a lot of good things on that football field this week that I think can transition well going into a huge game in Pittsburgh this week that you win and you're in. And then you go to Foxborough, and we're going to get to the whole Spygate 2 scandal in a little bit. But 
you got two very good opponents coming up here. Pittsburgh's shocking the world right now. I know I'm coined with saying that all over social media, but Pittsburgh's shocking the world right now with how they're playing. And then you have New England, who is New England. You haven't been able to beat them in, in, in almost two decades. Go beat them this year. Stuff it down their throat and try to win this damn division. What do you guys think, uh, JT? What about the division? Oh, before Just, before we go, yeah. we do have a correction. We did have one turnover. Everybody's commenting and jumping on us. We did have one turnover. That <laughs> when did we have a turnover? It resulted in the first Baltimore touchdown. It was a fumble. Strip sack. Uh, so we did have. Oh, one. that's right. So yep. remember, there were two strip sacks. Okay. One got called back though for the helmet for LJ Ford, and one was. I remember that. Yep, and we did have one. Wasn't it Judon? They got the first one. Oh, so yeah. we, did, we did have one. That's my fault, guys. It's that's my fault. Right. I I literally. I could have, it was forgettable, I, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, hey, like I said, there's no moral victories, but I guess you forget something. Yeah, it's all good. Um, but that's, but what no, have, that's why I have listeners. <laughs> exactly, and they, they correct us. Um, but no, let's talk about the the, the, the the chance you have here in the next two weeks. This week you can go clinch a playoff spot and become 6-1 and one on the road. Yeah, I mean, it, this is, I mean, this is a primetime opportunity. I mean, we had the primetime game down in Dallas. We have the primetime game now. And uh, it seems like Josh Allen performs best on prime time. I mean, I mean, he's only had one opportunity, but he shined in it. So, like I said, this is a major opportunity for this team. And I, I also believe that we're going against a, a physical Pittsburgh team, just just like just just as physical as Baltimore was. Mm-hmm. Well, the biggest difference is they lack a lot of experience on that side, on both sides of the ball right now. And I think that's where we could really hurt this team is the experience part. Ashley, what do you think? I'm I'm on the fence of how this is going to go. I, I really want Josh Allen to come out swinging because I've said this week after week, this team needs to come out and score points right away, and they just can't seem to do it. They've got to get over this hump of whatever's going on in the first quarter, whether they're adjusting to the game, warming up still. I don't know what they're doing, but we just cannot seem to get points in the first quarter. It's got to be more than three if we're going to get it against this football team because they're eight and five. They're gunning for a playoff spot. And honestly, for the Bills to control their destiny, we haven't had this in years. So this team has got to be so fired up, getting this game flexed, getting to show the world again what they can do. So I think it'll be in our favor in the end, but they've really got to, you know, show their stuff right out the gate. I mean, we've been waiting 12 I – know, I know every Sunday it's we've been waiting all night or all day for Sunday night. The Bills, Carrie Underwood, she might have to change that song this week. We've been waiting 12 years for Sunday night football. Has it been that long? It's in 12 years. It, the last one was New England, and it's the last one was well. New England. It's a 56-10 final oh, score, man. and that was the yeah. game they honored Kevin Everett. Um, oh, my after God. That injury. <laughs> That's how long ago, guys. Wow. We're, we're talking Sunday night football. That was the last one. It was here in Buffalo. It was at <laughs> Ralph Wilson Stadium at the time, so we're, we're even talking about a different stadium name at, at this point. Um, now the New Era field, his tenure is that old. But it's been 12 years. It's been 12 years since this team has got to play on Sunday night football, and they've only played in a handful of Monday night games, and obviously they got Thanksgiving this year. Go out there and shock the world again. I know I'm going to keep saying it, but go out there, show what you guys can do, do what you did in Dallas. I'm not, I'm not discounting that Dallas game still. People can say all they want about Dallas. They're 6-7. and seven. They're in the worst division in football. They played. They 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 can't beat a team over five hundred. Dallas is a tough place to play. It was Thanksgiving Day. It was a ritual for them, and you went in there and stomped them. So mm-hmm. you know what? Go to Pittsburgh and do the same damn thing, and, and 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 punch your ticket to the playoffs for the second time in three years. Something that a coach in Buffalo has not been able to do since the glory days. And just go out there and I mean, really. Go out there and, and and show everybody what Buffalo Bills football is all about. And I think this year we're seeing that. I, I, I really do. And, I mean, I hope we do win. I hope we do. I don't want to have it come down to the last two weeks when you have to beat New England. And then if you don't beat New England in Foxborough, you got to come home the last week of the year and beat the Jets. This is a – I'm going to say it right now, this is a must-win Sunday. Must-win. I agree. A hundred percent. And I think, too, like that Patriots game that's upcoming – as Josh Allen has progressed, Tom Brady seems to have regressed. Yeah. He looks worse and worse, not even like in the games itself. But when you see him at his press conferences, he, his face looks like a skeleton. He looks like he's drained. 
He looks like he's so done with football. And this man's out here saying he has five more years. I don't even think he has one more after this year. Mm-hmm. No, I, I Tom Brady does not look good this year. He doesn't. And he said he'll let us know when he's done. He'll, he'll let us know when he's ready. I know JT's working <laughs> over there. He'll let us know when he's ready. But I think if you have a year like you have this year, regardless of what you do in the postseason, maybe they go out and win another Super Bowl. Who knows? I think this is it for Tom Brady. And you know what? You guys are all invited to his retirement party <laughs> when, when he does retire. Because I think I Buffalo's going to have an entire party. Oh, Buffalo's going to have an entire party. <laughs> Tom, but, Tom Brady isn't done. He, I think he's gonna. I think he's got two more years left in him. And I think he's gonna be in San Diego. I'm gonna keep saying it over really? and over. You mean LA? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, LA. No, you're, I said the same. I, I get. I same do the same thing. <laughs> I totally forget. I mean, I don't know why they even moved there. They even have a fan base there anymore. But whatever. I know. I, I just think that that's a good point. I just I I can't picture. I cannot picture the Patriots letting a guy like that walk. He spent his whole career there. I know that, it comes down to some logistics and stuff like that, but I just don't know how you let a guy walk like that. Right. And that's his legacy. And like, what, what's Bill Belichick going to do? Cause here's the thing with Belichick. He wants Cheating to prove against. that he can win without Tom Brady, but he also doesn't want to let go of his darling. So yeah. what's he going to do? Like, how does that factor in too? So it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Well, apparently Bill Belichick still likes to keep his camera guys in his back pocket. <laughs> Let's get to this. Because we're going we're gonna to finish up the Baltimore rap and Pittsburgh in a little bit. But this is a good place to segue on this. Patriots, Spygate 2 scandal. It's back. It's better than ever. And here comes New England this week getting accused of and allegedly filming the sideline for the 2-11 and 11, or – did they win two games? I don't know. If they won two games. No, they yeah. Won. Andy Dalton won the second one. I think that's like, right. They did. Okay, so they're two and eleven. They're two and eleven. The worst team in the NFL. They're accused of filming their sideline, and they're saying this video that they have is more than eight minutes long, of oh, just their God. sideline. Like why? They're cheaters. That's why they're che- they're cheaters. They're they're downright scoundrel cheaters. <laughs> I just don't get how this stuff gets. And actually, I want to hear your opinion on this. Sorry, I'm fighting a cold, so I'm chewing a cough drop. But the one thing that I don't get, how does the NFL let this keep going? When this happened before, almost $500,000 in fines, which for us is like, to us, that's a slap on the wrist. When you think about $500,000 to what these people make and what these organizations are worth. And they it's got a, and a first-round pick. I mean, Ashley, what do you think? This is ridiculous in my opinion. I'm getting so aggravated with whatever they're trying to do over there. I mean, I was reading up on a little bit of their past and I guess what they also do is um, they visit the away team's hotel and sweep it. If they can find any playbooks, any, any, anything really. And it's just, where does it end? Like if you guys want to be known as this amazing dynasty, this amazing legacy, you can't keep getting caught for cheating because then that's always going to have an asterisk. I don't know if you saw the meme with like the little Patriots logo with the camera and the star for those. It was like an asterisk versus a star like it usually is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it's got to stop somewhere. They're telling them to turn their coats inside out on the <laughs> sidelines and it's for the do your job documentary. No, no I don't want to hear any of that. Like, get out of here. Be done with it. Stop cheating. Mm-hmm. Kick somebody out or suspend them. Suspend Belichick. Suspend Brady. Something to get this team to stop. Because if you're as good as you say you are, you shouldn't need to cheat. You're heated. I like Ooh, it. Ooh, a little bit. Sorry. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll, I hate I'll, that team. <laughs> I'll say this, and I think we can all say that we we are not fans of the New England Patriots here on this show. And I feel like I can even speak on behalf of Don and Stevie on that front. But the one thing that I don't get is like I just said how how it just how before they get fined a couple hundred thousand dollars in a first round pick it happens again and then they come out with this excuse that these guys these photographers are told to say you're filming a piece for the do your job online series I'm sorry b roll for eight minutes <laughs> on the on the other team sideline maybe get like a tight shot of the coach's head maybe get like a tight shot of like them going like this after they score do something you're not filming a damn sideline for eight minutes. I know Trey White ran on the field and, and grabbed the playbook for Buffalo <laughs> this week, but I'm sorry. This is a whole new level. It's a whole other level that they're used to, and they need to get in trouble for it. And you know what I'm going to say right now? Maybe they just 
tell the Patriots they have to forfeit the wins this year and the division goes to the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> uh, no, yes. I, don't, I don't think Vegas is like that too much, man. I would. I mm-hmm. would Vegas already lost a lot of money on that over at six and a half. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. Like I said, I, I mean, they're going to keep doing it. I mean, this is what this guy does. I mean, Bill Belichick, and I'm not going to say Tom Brady and the rest of the organization, Bill Belichick is a cheater. Yeah. He yes. is a cheater. I mean, if he was playing a five-year-old and, and, and sorry, and the kid turned the kid had to go use the bathroom, he'd probably move the pieces around. He's mm-hmm. a cheater. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. That's it is what it is. He's a, he's a cheater. I mean, I, I mean, I hope he's listening. He probably is. Uh, I, mean, I hope he's listening. He's a cheater, dude. And he's on the roll committee. He just looks right. like a scumbag. Oh, oh, wow. His son too. Did you see his son's interview last week? He looks like he. I, I'm taking this from Patty Thomas, uh, Thurman Thomas's wife, but he definitely looks like he could be on Breaking Bad. He does. He that whole. I'm telling you, there is something with that family, and I just want them to be done in the NFL. Just maybe, maybe this is the last straw. Maybe the NFL, maybe the NFL will find a way to get him to retire. The dudes and on here's the rules the- committee. Here's the thing. You want to respect them as a dynasty because I do respect it to some degree what Bill Belichick and Tom Brady have done over the years. But with how many cheating scandals there has been between Deflategate, Spygate, Spygate 2, I mean, how it kind of comes into question how legitimate it really is. And he likes kissing his daughters like French kissing, too. If you guys have ever seen those photos. I have not, and I'm good. There's photos of, of that went viral a few years ago of him French kissing his daughter. It was pretty funny. Um, that's for another day, though. Let's get back to this Pittsburgh game Sunday. Sunday night football, prime time. Bills have a shot to clinch a playoff spot for the second time in three years. Um, Donald and Stevie both uh, talked about this a little bit. I want to hear from them. Let's hear from Donald first. Um, big game this week in Pittsburgh, a big chance for the Buffalo Bills to make a statement. Don? What up, everybody? It's Donald Jones, the Why So Serious Podcast. All right, I want to talk a little bit about this game this week. And it's crazy because, um, you know, you're in a situation now where all you got to do is win one game. Win one game, and you're going to be in the playoffs. And it's not the last game of the season. So you put yourself in the ideal situation at this part of the year. You win one game, and you're in the playoffs. And... It's a primetime game in Pittsburgh. You know the Bills fans are going to be out there in full force. Bills Mafia is going to travel to Pittsburgh. It's a few hours away. What, like three hours away, something like that. Um, this is an exciting game, man. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game Sunday night, national TV. Um, you know, this is, this is a game where, look, the teams that deserve to be in the playoffs win these types of games. And so I'm looking forward to it to see – you know, how this team is going to bounce back from a loss. You know, um, I think that, you know, last week's game was a tough loss. I think that was a game where you could really, really get some respect around the league. I mean, you did when you played the Cowboys on national TV, but if you were to beat the Ravens, you would have had everybody respecting you and everybody scared of you. And so now it's a game where that loss is out of the way. Let's go in here to Pittsburgh and let's get this W, go ahead and clinch this playoff berth, and then we can move forward. But a little bit about this game. I mean, the biggest thing with this game is they're rotating quarterbacks. I don't even know who they have playing quarterback this week. Um, so on defense, you just got to make sure that your defense shows up ready to play like you've been doing all year. All right? Let's get some pressure on the quarterback. Let's create some turnovers. Let's have fun. You know what I mean? You know the terrible towels are going to be out in full force. Let's have fun. Let's keep that crowd quiet and make sure Bills Mafia are the ones that's cheering. Um, on offense, we got to get it going on offense a lot earlier, man. We we get too many possessions where we settle in for, for field goals. You know, we got to score some touchdowns. I'm sorry. You can't – I know defense wins championships, but your offense got to show up. And I'm not really feeling how this offense is not – you know, it's just way too inconsistent. You'll have a week where it's like, yo, that – the offense played pretty good that game. And then you have another week where it's like you're not really doing anything. And you find yourself at the end of the game now trying to scramble to score points. Your offense needs to show up a lot earlier in games. 
play ahead in the game. Don't play from behind, you know. Um, the Pittsburgh fans, they're going to be ready to go. And Pittsburgh is in a situation where they need to win games. They need to win games so that they can get, you know, stay in that wild card spot. So this is going to be a good game. It's on national TV. I'm looking forward to it. Bills Mafia out in full force. Um, you know, the terrible towels out in full force. I wish I could be there. I know it's going to be a lot of Steelers alum. There's probably be a lot of Bills alum um, because it's really just not that far. But let's go out here and get this W, man. Let's go ahead and clinch this playoff berth so I can figure out where we're going to be in the playoffs and I can buy my plane tickets. You dig? All right, guys, we're back. Um, as Donald said, wild card spot on the line Sunday. Um, Donald kind of went on a little bit of a rant there. I love it. Um, this is a big game. I, I feel like we've been saying this, well, at least I've been saying this for like the last month. But these games right here, you have three weeks left. You just need to win. You could have got in Sunday. You got all the help that you needed. And now it's – for the last three weeks of the year, it's just win and in, and that's it. We could potentially be in a situation um, in two weeks with Matt Barkley starting against the Jets. Simply because they're in. And oh, you just scared me for a minute. Huh? Exactly. No, I know. I was like, um, what? <laughs> oh, no. I'm saying just based on the fact that when's the last time we've been in this position? Oh, yeah. Never. No. Since Kelly. No, actually, no. We, I, even their last playoff run, I think they had to win the last game to get in. Yeah. I mean, it's been years, guys. It's been years, and, and here we are. Granted, I mean, we've said it all year about the schedule. We still went out there, and we competed, and we played against NFL-caliber football teams, and here we are sitting at 9-4. and four. This game is huge. If Pittsburgh wins, we drop to the sixth seed. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want any of that. <laughs> no, I, I agree completely, and – like I said, sorry, I'm fighting a cold. I got a tickle in my throat. But the one thing that this game means the most here is I'm trying to gather my thought. But the reason why this game is so big, you have Pittsburgh, who if, if they beat you, you drop to six. And then you have the AFC South, which a lot of people don't know this. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Houston and Tennessee play each other twice in the last three weeks. Oh. Yeah. I found that out yesterday. And Houston didn't look so good this week. So, I mean. If I had to put money on it right now, I'd put money on Tennessee to win that division. They're hot. And guess what the funny thing is? I saw Mike Shope from WGR tweeted out this week. We could potentially be playing Tennessee 20 years to the day of the Music City Miracle. Really? Yep. Wow. If that happens that way. Huh. I mean, oh. in Tennessee, it would be in Tennessee because they'd win their division. I mean, the Bills still could right. win the AFC East. They need to beat the Patriots, and they need the Patriots to drop one either Cincinnati or Miami. And <laughs> if they do that, can you imagine I mean... if they lost to Cincinnati this week? Wait, ah. No, can you can you imagine after cheating allegedly, and you go to, and you and you play Cincinnati and you lose? You well, what. you know they're going to change up all their signals now. Oh, 100%. It's too late. That stuff is already up in the Google Drive. So it's, over. So it's, <laughs> it's already on that flash drive. Yeah, it's stowed away in Bill Belichick's, like, yeah. basement. They got the dummy Junior. video. They didn't get the true video. Trust me. It, it, it's that, that whole story, man. That story is just so damn upsetting. They suck. Just they do it. suck. They, they really suck. You know what? They do <laughs> suck. I, there's, you know what? And maybe this is just me. Everybody that is a Boston sports fan, Anybody that I ever met that is truly from Boston, anybody that I ever met that that like just the the, the teams as a whole, the Red Sox, the I'm Bruins. A, oh, I'm a Red Sox fan. Hold on, slow down, Cowboys. <laughs> I'm a Yankees fan, so we got the rivalry. Right. We got the Red Sox. You got the Bruins. You got you got you got the Patriots, and every single team. I mean, think about it. For Boston Bruins, you have guys like Zdeno Chara. You have guys like Milan Lucic who played there forever. You got you got the Rat Brad Marchand. When, when you look at the Red Sox, you have guys like Dustin Pedroia that was just a cocky mother effort for the, all the years he played there. You had David Ortiz, who was a, who was a legend. But, I mean, I, and then you got the Patriots, who, who are led by cheaters, and, and Tom Brady, and these guys that you just can't stand. Oh, I, 
I can go on about Boston sports. Or, for or days. cheated too. I'm a Red Sox fan, but he cheated. Still got a ring. The bloody, the, the bloody shot, like the bloody sock for Schilling. It's just there's always stuff with those franchises. There's always stuff, and God, it drives me crazy. Drives and me- they're just relentless. Like I have a huge Patriots fans friend, and he always. I mean, he's been a little better the last few years, but I think it's because he knows Tom Brady's on the outs, so he's kind of trying to take back all the smack talk and calm down because he knows we're about to take this division over for a little bit. I hope so. It's funny. I saw a Ravens fan the other day. They, there was a lot of them here. There was a lot of Ravens fans. There was. Mm-hmm. And I saw a Ravens fan the other day and he literally, he looked at me, we were in line at the grocery store. He was buying beer. I was buying a bunch of stuff for the house. And he goes, he goes, dude, you guys got a good team. You guys got a good team. You guys are no joke anymore. And hearing those words from another team, especially at the Ravens, they're, they're killing it this year. It's pretty cool. It's pretty darn cool. The bills are back and we don't kind of talk about a 17 year drought anymore. Maybe we will one day, Yeah. but I mean, that was awful. Um, another guy that uh, obviously reacted to this game this week and has a few things to say about Pittsburgh is will, we're going to go find him. He, he's nowhere special this week, I'm going to be honest. Um, here's Will. He's going to explain why there's no video this week, and he's just a funny guy. So, Will, take it away. Hey, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Will. Why So Serious Podcast. Coming to you from my work truck, believe it or not. Uh, out here grinding with my employees, trying to get this Christmas uh, schedule done. Anyway, listen, um, I recorded a couple of videos downloaded this film editor and accidentally cropped out too much kind of messed them up and i couldn't get them back so anyway it is what it is listen buffalo bills played a phenomenal game this weekend i mean there's no victory in a moral victory i mean it feels good to say hey we hung with those boys it'd been nice to beat them uh but we did uh lockdown jackson which was everybody's concern i think that moving forward buffalo bills uh definitely are showing that they are capable of competing in this league against higher caliber teams i mean uh, baltimore was red hot coming in here and we we actually held those boys you know uh to zip zip for a while and then it kind of pulled away but even not so much i mean a 24 17 win for ravens is not so bad considering what we were up against um we need to figure out a way to move that ball down the field though i mean you got to put up points we need to be able to score against those top rated defenses um because you know moving on to these playoffs is only going to get tougher and i don't really want to get to the show and have a big excuse you know i like to get there really be able to legitimately legitimately beat these teams uh you know put up some points our defense is locking people down but they can only hold teams for so long um, I'm thinking the big thing this weekend going into Pittsburgh is going to be, you know, one, we say it every week, you know, protect that ball, man. You got to keep that ball, no turnovers. The other thing is lock them down on that run. I'm not too worried about Pittsburgh's passing defense. I'll be honest with you. I think our secondary can pick those boys off. I think that if our defense plays the way it's been playing, I think that we're going to come out of this one victorious. Uh, we only need one more win against the playoffs. I'm honestly thinking we get two of these wins. The reality is we can get all three of these wins because New England is very beatable. I don't know if y'all been watching these boys, but they have not been playing good good football and they're arguing with each other and they just Brady's looking beat up. Um, that's a win, you know. On the road, Buffalo plays good, so we can win that game. Uh, then then the Jets, you know, the Jets come here, you know, we should definitely beat those boys. Um, having said that. We only need one. If we can steal all three of them, that'd be great. Uh, hey, cheers to these boys. They did ball out real hard this week, but let's just get over that hump so we can bring these victories home and uh, try to push our way through these playoffs. Why So Serious Podcast. Peace. All right, guys, we're back. That was Will. He was on a job. He – I told you it wasn't anything we special. <laughs> he was in his truck. He was doing his thing. Um, it's where's Will for this week. I don't know what I don't know what there is to say. Um, again, we're running a, uh, a giveaway today. Go follow us on Twitter. Go follow us on Instagram. I will pick a winner. Um, if we get thirteen new followers, I will pick the thirteenth. Um, I will just pick one of our followers to win a Why So Serious podcast T-shirt. DM you. We'll get that shirt over to you. Um, but obviously, um, Will had an opinion. Everybody has an opinion. Um, it's a tough pill to swallow. I hate losing, but 
everybody's saying it. I mean, good morning football this week, Kyle Brandt. Um, he goes, be mad at this win. Be mad at this loss. Don't take this as a moral victory. Be mad at it. And go go stop Pittsburgh. Go stop Pittsburgh in the mall. Do it. And then you come back, and then you come you come home in two weeks to play the Jets. You go to Foxborough, and probably the biggest game you're going to play in Foxborough in the last decade, easily, maybe, maybe that Monday night game. But still, and this is that's a big game. You know, and I think. I think as long as the offense gets their stuff together, like Josh Allen's got to chill on the overthrows. Um, our wide receivers have got to stop dropping the ball. We're the third uh, rank, highest ranked in uh, drop passes in the league with 18, I believe it is. Um, I think you need to get the ball to Cole Beasley more. And I think not to worry about Dawson Knox yet because though he's a rookie, I truly think you got to give the kids some more time because think of Josh Allen last year to this year. You got to put that in perspective for Dawson Knox too. At Ole Miss, he didn't have as many um, receptions. He's not used to this kind of work. So he's already had more production this season alone than his entire college career. So I want everybody to like pump the brakes because that's been some talk this week. Like Dawson Knox isn't the guy. What do we do with Lee Smith, Tyler Croft, all these guys we have, Tommy Sweeney. I think we're going to be okay with Dawson Knox. I like Give him Dawson. Some time Knox. on the drops. <laughs> I, I like Dawson Knox. I mean, he's raw. Mm-hmm. Let him let him use the league a little bit. Um, there, you you spoke about Cole Beasley. Get the ball to Cole Beasley a little more. And JT, I want to hear your input on this. Last play of the game, you end up going to John Brown. He's tight. He's tightly covered by Marcus Peters and Cole Beasley. And I didn't realize this until I looked at Twitter over the last two days, and I see the all twenty-two. And Cole Beasley was wide open for at least the first down. I don't know about scoring, but he would have gotten the first down. I mean, we have to give him the ball. I mean, are we giving him the ball enough? Yeah, I mean, he he's he get the last three game three games he's the lead target getter. Like I said, I mean, he's getting like almost eight to nine targets a game, um, mm-hmm. if not more. I mean, John Brown was getting those same targets. Now he's down to honestly below four or five targets a game at this point. It, it's not – see, this is the problem, and this is the problem that you're going to have moving forward. Since you don't have a true number one receiver, and uh, nothing against John Brown, he's having a great year. But I think we can all agree that he's not a true number one receiver. And when you start getting him in matchups versus Marlon Humphrey and Gilmore, no, don't get me wrong, any receiver, that's a tough matchup to go against those corners. They, they almost eliminate him for long spurts at a time. And what's going to happen is you're going to end up seeing them, them bracket Cole Beasley more. And then what yeah. do you do? Because Baltimore played <clears> physical <throat> and they played man. on, And they put their corners on the island with man, too. Not like they just played man with two safeties over the top and a man two's over two zone. They played man with one safety and one safety in the box, one safety over top. And they said, I dare you to beat us. And on that same throw to John Brown, the one that he couldn't get was the same throw that J.C. Jackson picked off against the Patriots in yeah. week in week four or five, which is the week there was that we played him. He's not that guy, and you don't have that guy on this roster. And until you get it, you're going to have a problem. This, bring, this brings up, and I want to segue into this. We saw this when we took a quick uh, – when we went to Where's Will. Ray Cruz um, said, hey, all, sorry if you touched on this already, which we didn't today at least. Um, what do you think about signing Antonio Brown? Listen out a five game rental. You keep him away from new England. He'll bring it as to he'll basically audition for next year. He can be your breakout player for the postseason. can elevate Allen's game, can help elevate Allen's game. What do we think? And he added, we would release him either way when the season's over. Um, this is a guy that's been all over the place this season whether it was on hard knocks with the Raiders or then the allegations that came up when he was with the Patriots. Um, what do you guys think? Let's start with JT. I mean, at this point in time, from what I saw Sunday and what I ain't going back to that Patriot game, when we play teams with that has good, that have good secondaries and we're going to see these teams again, we're going to see new England. We may see Baltimore. You're still going to have the same receiving core. Duke Williams, ain't, all those people calling for Duke Williams, he ain't changing nothing. So stop mm-hmm. calling for him. Yeah, I, this is an absolute yes for me at this point. It's five games. People talk about the culture. Listen, this dude's trying to get another contract. We brought T.O. in years ago for one year, $8 million deal so he can fix his image and get his contract for his next team. We can do five games with Antonio Brown. We brought Richie Incognito twice. Yeah. So 
it's a yes for me. It's a no brainer at this point in time. Ashley, for you? I totally disagree. I can't. I don't want anything that has to do with that man. It's a media circus that just follows him around. And I think this team is finally getting recognition for doing good things, for actually being a good football team. I don't want to bring that circus around and make it bad. I mean, Sean McDermott preaches culture and he just doesn't scream. And I get the whole, like, you want to revise his image, yada, yada. But I'm sorry, his attorney completely wrote that um, caption for him on Instagram the other day. There's no way he wrote that. I don't know how remorseful he actually is, but I just don't. I mean, we definitely need help. I 100% agree that the number one receiver is not on this roster right now. But I just don't think he's the answer, even if it is temporary. I'm going to sit here and go Kermit the Frog for a minute. Ashley, let me ask you this question. If this team added Antonio Brown, could they legitimately make a run at the AFC for the Super Bowl? <sighs> yes and no. <laughs> I and mean. There's no yes or yes. <laughs> no. Could they make a run at the Super Bowl <laughs> with Antonio Brown on this roster? Oh, I yes. But I did hmm. <laughs> But then what happens if, like, <clears throat> Josh Allen tries to target him so many times a game or he doesn't get the targets he wants or he's not catching the ball or Josh Allen's throwing it too hard because of all these drops these receivers have had. What happens then? He's just going to speak out and it's going to be a whole nother situation where everybody's more focused on why Antonio Brown's not getting targets, why he's not catching the ball rather than the team as a whole. I want to, I want to say this. I agree with both of you guys. Those are both great points. Here's the thing, you had a guy like Antonio, and I, I don't want to spend all day on Antonio Brown because he's gotten enough attention in the media this year. Um, I think two things. One, you add Antonio Brown, yes, you are a legit contender. The only reason I say that, because you already have two really good wide receivers on your roster in John Brown and Cole Beasley. Throwing Antonio out on the field with those guys, that will draw defenders away from those two and create open space for those two guys. It will. It's that simple. You're going to go play New England. You're going to have Stephon Gilmore and Antonio Brown instead of John Brown with Stephon Gilmore. And you're going to have two guys that are already proving their worth this year in the NFL and proving that they're worth the contracts that the Bills signed them to. And call it a rental. I don't care. I mean, give the guy 2 or $3 million. I think it'll help. Um, do I think the Bills could be a contender in this thing without Antonio Brown, with how the NFL has shaken up this year? Yes, 100%. We just, we just lost to the best team in the NFL by seven points. We, we contained Lamar Jackson to probably his worst game in this nine-game winning streak that they've had. And, I mean, we're, we're talking about a team that really trounced the Patriots. I mean, we are talking about a team that really has probably the best chance out of anybody other than the Niners or the Saints to go to the Super Bowl. The Saints won't get robbed this year, hopefully, though. But – you're, you you look at the Niners, you look at the Saints, you look at the Ravens. That's an elite class, and I think if you add a guy like AB, it could help. Just saying. Well, um, I'm sorry. I just look at it from a defensive standpoint. We've been getting overload blitzes the last three weeks. Every team overloads blitz. I I dare you to do that with AB on outside. I'll just leave it at that. I dare you to do it. And here's the thing. Now that I'm thinking about it, like on, on the field, do I believe he would help <clears throat> us? Absolutely. It's just the off the field stuff that kind of like. Yeah makes sways my opinion because you saw the Ravens bringing seven or eight every every play and Josh Allen had no time and they took away his ability to run which is one of his strengths Mm -hmm. so I think you guys are right in the aspect that that wide receiver is going to pull all those guys away and open up the run game a little more I mean more so than it did for Devin Singletary Mike Mike back on our Facebook page right now (laughs) we're gonna get off this topic Mike back AB would have to apologize for Bills Mafia would accept him. <laughs> you guys all remember that. Oh my god, that, that's good. That that's good. With the Drake meme, I, I mean, there's two guys. I mean, there's also Des Bryant out there too, guys. I mean, I think if you can go sign a wide receiver that's sitting out there right now for the taking, it wouldn't hurt. But let's not talk about that anymore because <laughs> I really don't feel like talking about Antonio Brown more than he already gets talked about. Um, obviously, a, bill, a big Bills game this weekend. Sunday Night Football. We've been talking about it since they got flexed. 1 o'clock to 8 o'clock, 8.20 kickoff. First time, actually, since 1927 that three brothers will play on the same field in the same game 
obviously the Bills with Tremaine, and then you have uh, Terrell and Trey for Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be cool to see. What happens what, what happens with the jersey swap? There's three of them. Just they'll probably their parents will probably take yeah. all three of them. You think? Maybe. The I middle, mean, it's history. It's history. The middle brother doesn't get it. <laughs> the, this is the way it goes. It's the way it's always been. The middle sibling just doesn't get it. I think Tremaine just needs to cut his jersey in three pieces and do that. Maybe I don't know. It's an idea. Well, well, <clears> the one little brother is like almost practice squad caliber, so maybe he doesn't get the jersey. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. He doesn't play. Well, and I saw another interesting tidbit, too, um, from 2004, the draft. Now, I guess the Bills were supposed to get Ben Roethlisberger, but the Steelers traded up. So, essentially, we ended up with Lee Evans and J.P. Losman in that draft. So, fun little tidbit for you there. Right. right. I got a tidbit to add to that, though. Further down the line, we were supposed to trade a first-round pick for Ben Roethlisberger when he got in in Pittsburgh, and Ralph Wilson said no. I got one more fun fact. Come on, bring it on. (laughs) We're bringing him on tonight. John Brown, 908 yards right now in the year, 92 yards away from becoming the first Bills receiver to 1,000 yards in a season since Stevie Johnson did it. Really? Wow. We're talking years. The Bills have not had a 1,000-yard receiver in at least four or five years. Well, yeah, I mean, you had Tyrod Taylor. Sammy Sammy didn't make it. Sammy didn't make it. Sammy had like nine sixty. I was gonna say he was close, but he never. Everybody thought Sammy was gonna get there, and then I think he got hurt, or he. It's always the hamstrings with him, you know. And he's having a good year this year. I actually laughed at the Patriots game this week with the Chiefs. Him and him and Stephon Gilmore got on a little scrap on the sideline, and then Tony Romo and Jim Nance don't even and Tracy Wilson don't even mention that these two are teammates once in Buffalo. They had no clue. They're, they're, they had no clue. no clue. It just shows you how off the map this football team has been for that long. I know. Well, they're back on the map. They and are. You know what? Sunday, you have a chance to take the beak off the duck and duck. just stop. <laughs> I was going to say, it took JT a second. <laughs> uh, you, you got, you got a chance to take the beak off the duck, and you get a chance to defeather the duck, and you get a chance to take the steel out of Steelers and Steel City – and all that noise, and you get to put Bills Mafia back on the map in the playoffs for the second time in three years. I think they're going to win. Let's get to the three keys of the game this week, brought to you by 26 Shirts. We're going to start with our guy, Donald Jones. Three keys of the game, Don. Here we go. Bills Mafia, what up? My three keys to the game, Pittsburgh Steelers game. All right, first one. Bounce back from a loss. Put that loss behind you. Let's get out here. Play like we know how to play. Score some points early. But the biggest thing, bounce back from a loss. How do you respond from a loss? All right? Playoff teams, championship teams are able to bounce back from a loss. Come out here and play a good game. All right? That's my first key. My second key, defense, defense, defense. All right? And really what it is, is shutting down their run game. The Steelers right now, they want to run the ball. You know, they're rotating quarterbacks in and out. They don't have Big Ben Roethlisberger um, in there. So they want to run the ball and play good defense. So you need to stop their run game and force them to pass the ball. Once you force them to pass the ball, then, you know, you're going to, uh, you can create some turnovers because that's not really their game right now. My third key to the game, I would say my third key to the game is um, don't let this moment be too big. Go out there and have fun. It's a primetime game, and you're in a situation where you can go to the playoffs if you win this game. Don't let this moment be too big. Embrace this moment. This is your opportunity. This is your opportunity to, to, to really show the NFL world that we on the map. Bills Mafia, Buffalo Bills, we on the map. Let's go. We in the playoffs. All you got to do is win this one, but don't let it get to you because it's a primetime game. Don't let, the, don't let the moment be too big. All right, so that's my three keys to the game. I'm right, Ashley, three keys of the game brought to you by 26 shirts. Go. All right. Um, I said it earlier. I'll say it again. Score early. Field goals aren't going to help you win this game. You need to, you know, score points, score touchdowns. Score points. Feed, uh, key two, feed Singletary. The offense found success uh, late in the game last week, feeding Singletary the ball. So if it's working, don't go away from it. Keep with it because they've all totally did. 
and three defense. Keep up what you're doing. Um, though Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner are potentially coming back this week, um, Pittsburgh ranks 31st in passing air. So with this secondary, I'm not too worried about it. And those are my three keys. I agree, JT. Hey, stack the box. Make duck, throw ducks in the air if you want to call it a quack, quack. Quack, quack. Um, <laughs> two, watch, stop TJ Watt. Do not let him disrupt this game. He, he has the ability to do that. Don't let him do it. And three, air the ball out. Take advantage of the inexperience of the secondary. It's a good secondary. They're aggressive, but I think we could take advantage of the experience. Dable, please don't be the bowl. <laughs> And don't make a smoke alarm go off in my house if you guys missed it earlier in the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have to bring that up again. All right, my three keys to the game this week. Again, these are sponsored by 26 Shirts. One, keep feeding Singletary the ball. I'm going to piggy off you guys there with that one. Um, this guy is averaging almost 60 yards to carry his rookie season. He's got almost 650 yards on the season. He's doesn't even have – if he was getting the, the main – like cluster of our carries, this guy might be at a thousand yards on the year, and he's only three hundred. He's at six hundred forty-two yards on the year. Go into Pittsburgh on the national stage. Do what you did in Dallas. He had ninety yards in Dallas. Do what you did in Dallas. Run the rock, pound the rock. Just Devin Singletary win this football game that way. Number two, we, you saw the deep ball early in this game against Baltimore. It it, it nearly worked. Keep doing it. Do it until you perfect it. I don't care if you have to have Isaiah McKenzie running streak routes or if you need to do crazy plays to get John Brown wide open over the middle. I You, you got to get aggressive early. It's it's a national spotlight. You got to shine. You can't, you can't lay a duck against a duck. You just can't. You can help duck throw ducks, but you can't lay a duck against duck because I don't want to be sitting here Monday morning or Tuesday night with you guys saying quack, quack. I don't. I'm not. I'm not an Aflac commercial. I'm Mike. I'm Fredo. I'm not Aflac. Quack quack. Duck Hodges. You're going down, buddy. Third key to the game. Let's uh, be simple with this one. If Schuster and Connor come back, stop those guys. But I'm gonna maybe kind of have a fourth one here. And I know we all said this against Dallas going into the, going into Thanksgiving. Don't let that national spotlight get to you. You didn't let it get to you against Dallas. Josh Allen had one of the best games of his career. Do it again. Do it again. Shock the world. Punch your ticket to the playoffs for the second time in three years and make Bills Mafia rejoice. Let's hear from Stevie Johnson. Yo, Bills Mafia, why so serious? What's up? Hey, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers coming in. You know, I'll, you, I'm ready to strap up and get some payback. But uh, I, no, I can't run. I can't do all that right now. <laughs> but look, though, so check this out. Let's get right into it. How I feel. I can say I can say things that sound good for our fan base and for the TV coverage and everything, but you know, honestly, all of that doesn't matter. I feel like what we need to do is come back in in this game and, and finish off our season strong because we're playing for more. You know, we're not playing for just this regular season; we're playing for the playoffs and going deep into the playoffs. So I feel like we'll we'll gain from this past game. Uh, we'll get back on track with our with our connections and um, you know just just gel things out. Um, I think I think the main thing is going to be to stop their run game. You know, if our defensive our, if our defensive run pressure and uh, come up big this time, everything else will fall into place as far as field position and, and getting our our offense the ball to uh, to have more opportunities to make plays. So um, yeah, you know, obviously we want to dominate. Um, we want to we want to get this win and we want to make it look good. But you know, for the most part. I feel like they just come in, they come in and clean up everything from this past week and um and get back on track with uh with their winning ways. Take care. All right, we're back. Three keys to the game. I'm gonna mention the comment that just brought brought up in the feed. I don't wanna be saying duck on Monday morning. Cody Wells. <laughs> Cody Wells another avid follower. Um I really don't want to say duck on Monday morning. Um, that's good. Yeah, I, you know what? This Duck Hodges guy, I don't think he's seen a defense like ours yet. I really think that the Bills are going to create maybe two turnovers. Maybe I, You know what? I'm going to set the over-under turnovers for this game at two, and I would take the over. 
Also, for you gambling nuts watching this show, the lock of the year every single week. It's worked every single week. Tease the bills and the under. It hasn't lost for me in six weeks. So just take that advice from me if you're going to take anything. Um, but no. Um, also, I want to give a shout out here. Shirt giveaway. Just because you created such a, a, a fun conversation about Antonio Brown. Ray Cruz, you've won a shirt. Um, please DM uh, us, one of us, the Cold Front, our, our podcast Facebook page. Uh, just DM us your address. We'll get that out to you this week. Um, big week, guys. Hopefully we come back here next week on Tuesday and get to talk about uh, the Bills going to the playoffs and, and a divisional showdown potentially in Foxborough. Um, something that the Bills haven't – typically you play the Patriots late, late in the season and either Tom Brady's resting or the Patriots have Brady out there for a quarter and they pull him. This is going to be a game where everybody on the Patriots is going to be playing that whole game because if they, let's say they drop one of these two to either Cincy or Miami and then they lose to us, they could drop to the five seed. If we win the division, that would be great. (laughs) Could you imagine like Western New York would turn upside down? Um, You know what? what, It would turn upside down, but you know what? I'm going to go with a phrase that my grandma always told me. My mom always told me. My dad always told me. My grandpa's always told me. My other grandma always told me uh, the guy at the grocery store that I waited in line behind with a dozen eggs the other day told me cheaters never win. Cheaters never win. But you know what? That's kind of a lie because they won six. Super they won a lot. And I've also- <laughs> yeah, they did win a lot of football games in the last 20 years. I, I they tell, did. I tell you what. I mean, you can say that, but I mean, I was once ranked 25, 25th in the world in Madden and I had a lot of glitch plays. I won. <laughs> <laughs> Cheaters never win, um, but sometimes they get away with it. Cheaters never win sometimes. You know what? There's there's our you know what kids that are watching going to school tomorrow, that's your that's your advice for tomorrow. I'm not advocating cheating though. No, none of us make that a but if you're friends with Bill Belichick, he advocates cheating. Um but no, I mean you got a chance Sunday to go out there and, and stamp and punch your ticket to the playoffs. And second time in three years. McDermott and Bean have came in here. They made their culture. They, they, they preach the process every single week. And this could be kind of the game that starts a legacy. And it could. You go into the playoffs this year. You're you're either going to play Houston, Tennessee, or Kansas City, barring a somewhat of a, a, a turntable per se. You're going to play one of those three teams. You're going to. And I think. You match up very well against all three. I don't want to play Kansas City, no, but you match up well against all three. I think um, Pat Mahomes in the playoffs just scares me, even though he's only a second-year player. Um, I think that you match up best against Tennessee because you know Bills Mafia is going to travel. You know they're going to travel anywhere, but you, after seeing what they did in Nashville this year, you know they're going to travel to Nashville. That'll be the takeover 2.0. It'll be a home game. It will. And there are, there's articles right now on Facebook and, and everywhere saying Bill's Mafia is going to be taking over Pittsburgh this week. It's going to be like a home game. Ticket prices on StubHub. I had friends buying tickets earlier this week. They were like 50 bucks last week, and they rose to 120 just because of the demand. Yeah, um, and I've seen this thing going around Facebook that you're supposed to bring like a red hand towel if you're a Bill's fan. Really? So I oh, saw God. that rolling around somewhere. There's going to be fights. Oh, God. Uh, there's going to be fights. How about that? Red versus fight? yellow. How about that fight after the Cowboys uh, Bears game on Thursday? Oh, that was good. That was on. That was on Barstool. What about the Patriot fans fighting each other? Oh, they were fighting was, each other. There were some good, good fights. Was, there were some good social media fights this week. Yeah, we're not there condoning were. fighting, but no, we're not. But there were some good ones. If you see a good video, please send it. I'd like the view. Yeah, and <laughs> maybe, maybe we'll make money off it one day. You never know. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> But no, we don't condone cheating, and we all hate the Patriots. We want Tom Brady to retire, and we want the Bills to win the Super Bowl. Let's get back to these days when we were back-to-back-to-back-to-back AFC champions, and let's go and shock – by the way, shout-out my cousin Vintage. But let's go shock the world and just keep doing what we're doing this year. Nine and four right now. I'm going to mark my words right now at this point in time. The Bills are going to be ten and four. Monday morning. You're not going to be saying duck, guys. You're not going to be saying duck. 
you're going to be saying, holy heck, the Bills are going to the playoffs. That's it. That's wild. We're gonna That's a good that. feeling. It is a great feeling. Just get me there. Just get me there. But anyway, another edition, Why So Serious podcast brought to you by 26 Shirts. We'll be back better than ever next week. Hopefully breaking down uh, Sunday Night Football win, a Sunday Night Football win, um, a game the Bills have not played in in over a decade. I'm going to end with a rendition of Carrie Underwood. We've been waiting 12 years for Sunday night. (laughs) Don't quit your day job. Yeah, I won't. (laughs) Peace, guys. Go Bills. Bye.